everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is a show where we recap the past seasons of Heartland, and we are on season nine, episodes 13, 14, and 15. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Busy time going on here, but uh, mm-hmm. but always nice to watch some Heartland today. <laughs> watch some Heartland. And season nine has been very good to us. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I feel like they've got a tiny little slump in these episodes, but like, yeah, it feels like it just sort of hit its stride like these last few seasons. Mm-hmm. It feels like they've just been on like, a bit of a tear. Yeah, and probably the best thing about these three episodes is probably Kevin McGarry. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say Kevin McGarry, and I would also say that like it shocks me how much Tim is really, you know, oh, yeah, he's been that's on the show for years, and we've kind of loved and hated him at different times. But it feels like he's had a really solid season of just being yeah. a good guy. Like it feels like he's finally had some character development. <laughs> I think that working at Maggie's that that's it's 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 mellowed him out. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Uh, all right. Well, let's dive in. The first episode we're talking about is episode 13 called Risky Business. And it's Amy teams up with Cass to find a solution when Janice asks for help with her racehorse. The return of Janice forces Tim to reevaluate his current relationship. So overall, what do you think of this episode? I thought this was really interesting episodes. Um you know, it's always a, a tricky thing of bringing back an ex and, and sort of, especially when it's a relationship that's really popular. I imagine this is a really popular one, as with us anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was sort of a bit nervous because it felt like, oh, it would be sort of, you know, are we going to try and break these two up? Um, so it was a bit nervous in, in that regard. Um, and it felt so weird for Ty not to be in the episode. <laughs> it's like... It feels so weird when one of the main cast, but particularly Ty, isn't in the episode. Mm-hmm. Feels, like that never ha- feels like that never happens. Yeah, it's true. And but we did get a lot of side characters this uh, mm-hmm. episode. I mean, Cassandra, obviously, Janice. Yeah. Uh, you have Adam and Georgie. You've got uh, the, um, uh, you know, Casey, uh there's a lot going on here mm-hmm. in this one yeah. which is fun yeah yeah a lot of jumping around in these episodes mm-hmm. uh, how old do you th- is jack supposed to be have do we know at this point is he supposed to be like 60 sure. something yeah. I, yeah i would guess that but it is difficult because the actor is obviously a lot is playing older than he actually is mm-hmm. um because i think him and and, and um yeah, Chris Potter are really close in age. Um, so it does make it feel it feels like that they constantly tell him that he's old. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's older, but he's not he's not ancient in the way that you know the show sort of depicts him as sometimes. Yeah, well, so according I just did a Google, and according to the Google, it says Jack Bartlett, not actor Sean Johnson, has lived on the Heartland Ranch for his entire life, the place that belonged to his family for six generations. And they claim on here that he is 
um, 62, but I think that part of it is Sean Johnson, not, even though they say not actor, I don't know. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. So he, so Sean is 63 actually now currently, but uh, but I think that, yeah, that I think that's now the age that Jack's supposed to be because now we're on yeah. season 15. Yeah, um, yeah. Like Chris Potter's 61 as of now. So, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, so really it's, just, it's just funny because they act like he is like a senior citizen, like 80. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't handle a phone. He can't handle um so that's interesting that they do that (laughs) uh and katie takes this phone and she managed does she download the cat ringtone yeah yeah she downloaded she sort of messed around with it and changed the setting (laughs) that was funny i like that uh also katie is very very sly about getting lots of butter on her toast yeah (laughs) <laughs> she licks it off. Yeah, that's so weird. That's like a like, weird kid thing. Yeah. Well, my uh my little sister, when she was little, she would just like eat butter. It was so gross. We'd find her and we're like, why are you doing that? Stop it. You would just like eat a bar of butter. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Janice is back. And, uh, she has, she's now in a relationship and Mm -hmm. she's married and she has a baby. And, uh, so that's kind of our, uh, the the, sort of the end of her, that's sort of our closure with the, of the character with this episode, I would think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, he introduces her to Casey as his former business associate, <laughs> which I don't really understand why he would do that because obviously he's had other relationships. Yeah, you know yeah, that's, what, that's what Casey says. Of like, why is it like they both had relationships? They both been married. Like it's so weird, and it's such a like. Sometimes he just acts like a teenager. You know, like you're a grown man. Like why? <laughs> Like, why are you making your life way more complicated than it yeah, needs to be? Yeah. <laughs> and I liked when Casey says, if we do break up and you introduce me, introduce me as your business associate, associate, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, but Janice, her horse danger is not performing the way they wanted him to. And they are considering putting him down. And because of this, they found out that he has wobbler syndrome. Yeah, another uh, new one. Yeah, another new one. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> I, he, I understand that would be hard to have diagnosed, but uh, she's so rude to Cassandra. Yeah, very rude. Yeah, um, like she's just as qualified as as Ty as as really any sort of you know. Yeah. Vet. I mean, she's. He's basically like running the, the veterinary clinic because Ty's nowhere to be found. Scott's nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, and and 
she has the, the certification just because they give the diagnosis that you don't like. I mean, and I felt like she wasn't like rude and giving the diagnosis. No, no. I feel like yeah. she just wanted to like be thorough and do her job. And it felt like Janice was sort of knew what was coming and just sort of, yeah, was very Janice about it. <laughs> Yeah, and they're trying to build up in this season this kind of friendship between Cassandra and Amy, and I don't think it's really working that yeah. well. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It just it... doesn't seem like I don't know, just don't have that chemistry, friendship chemistry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't have the sort of um, Jade and Georgie sort of dynamic. It yeah. feels like yeah, it was so antagonistic at the beginning. Mm-hmm. that they didn't really do the work to have a sort of natural shift yeah. the way Georgie and Jade has. It feels like they've realised in the writer's room that like Amy doesn't have a friend and it's like, well, who do we have on our, our cast? <laughs> who can we give her? Um, it would have been nice if they'd sort of brought some, like, um, oh God, the, the name escapes me, but like um, the woman that runs the extreme team or like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Sandra? Is it Sandra? think so um but like somebody something like, like that yeah like people like that there's another sort of one that sort of worked with georgia um and it's like well amy's sort of known these people her whole life so why not bring someone like that in as as opposed to having no explanation as to why her and, um, and Cass have suddenly yeah. become the right yeah i agree it's too quick but so she's been feeling sick, Cassandra, and uh, she takes a pregnancy test and she is pregnant. So this is going to be big news for Caleb. Uh, <laughs> and at the end of the episode, Caleb finds a pregnancy test, but he thinks that Amy is the one that's pregnant. Yeah. Which you yeah. would be understandable in Amy's uh, bathroom. Yeah, but like... If you were to find a pregnancy test, would you pick it up and hold it for as long as? Does he not know how pregnancy tests work? Right, like, that's true. Just pee on that. <laughs> that's true. It was a different time. We weren't as, germ- we weren't as germophobic then. Uh-huh. So the best part about this episode, though, was the. Oh, actually, we should talk about uh, the. Um, how cute was it to see Jack and Caleb having tea party with a Katie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like those two are just total suckers when it comes to like the kids on these shows. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the kids can get away with anything with them. Yeah. And I, I've said it before, but I, I like the fact that they're not afraid on this show to have the men be softer and kinder mm-hmm. and sweet and, yeah. you know, not necessarily the like macho kind of thing that you might expect from a cowboy show which i appreciate i mean yeah if you were to go to any sort of other show and look at the the sort of breakdown of a character like caleb like there's just a lot of you know toxic masculinity and and sort of bravado in a character like that whereas this show sort of strips that all away and he's sort of a bit of a goofball yeah 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 i agree um, and then we have that really awkward dinner. With, oh, when have. is it not awkward dinners in Heartland? Like every time yeah. it's 
like do they ever not have awkward dinners but i always think they look good the dinners always i'm like there should be a heart maybe there is a heartland cookbook yeah it wouldn't surprise me yeah (laughs) we just constantly cooking up like meals that i'm sure like get left halfway through because there's been some something said but it's like do they ever actually finish a meal in this house Uh, so the best part about this episode though was between adam and georgie and particularly the llamas that was hilarious would you agree that was pretty funny yeah yeah um <laughs> llamas are such weird animals what did he do so he's running for class president against olivia mm-hmm. and I didn't understand why they had Olivia, why she would think it was a good idea to have her campaign be like next to Maggie's. Wouldn't you want to just be in the school? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, it's not really established that like all of the kids hang out at Maggie's. Like, right. not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And yeah, I think maybe just that they don't have a set, a school set. Right yeah and that's true i don't think they've ever shown the school maybe in the first season i think in the first season with with amy like literally mm-hmm. the first couple of episodes um but yeah we don't see a school in the show yeah and she comes up to uh to georgie and has uh gives her an olivia cookie and is you know is trying to pretend to be friends mm-hmm. uh but there's this whole uh scene with the llamas where the llama spits on adam he's grossed out <laughs> which you would be i would be grossed out <laughs> and because uh, llamas smell too they're just weird they are weird animals <laughs> and so then uh, so georgie gives olivia access to her uh her public folder photo Mm -hmm. folder and it has she forgets that it has the adam getting spit on by the llama video and i agree with everybody in the show that i think that would only help your cause in a student election not hurt (laughs) yeah yeah but adam is furious with georgie at first very furious and uh, thinks that he's ruined because now it's on youtube but they work to switch it around and uh and make it a positive instead of a negative and and that's janice who gives georgie the idea everyone likes a long shot maybe adam could use the video to his advantage so uh that's uh that is definitely modern day viral uh campaigning (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) and uh so he makes it a funny video and then he wins as llama boy is his name <laughs> boy. yeah it yeah. was funny i mean what do you think about adam and georgie do you think that they have chemistry i don't think they have chemistry um and adam seems to be a little bit stiff in the beginning um he is sort of warming up a little bit um you know just in terms of what the actor um, but yeah, I just don't see the chemistry. Um, and it's hard when it's kids as well. It's like, 
it just feels a little it feels a little, normally when you're sort of watching um oh god i forget the name of the actress but the, the actress that plays georgie she's so natural yeah she's so natural and like all of her scenes with amy and lou and jack and it does feel a little bit off when she has scenes mm. with, with well and i think it hurts because she had cute chemistry with steven yeah and then yeah. and then he's just been you know just left uh which is frustrating uh we do get some nice moments between for tim in this episode as you were saying so he's considering he had turned down a job offer in texas to run a rodeo school down there and he had turned it down because he didn't want things to mess up with casey but then he's talking with Janice and Janice says that, uh, that you need, you would never have turned down something like that for, for me. And that, you know, you really should consider it. And, and then Tim says, yeah, you're brave. That's one thing I always loved about you, which was sweet. Yeah. So now he's reconsidering the job offer and, uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was interesting that Casey Casey's such an interesting character of like, I really like them together, but they do strike me as a little bit of like the right people at the wrong time um, because Casey is just sort of coming into like her independence and living on her own <clears throat> excuse me, living on her own mm-hmm. and it's not that she doesn't love him and, and want to be in a relationship with him, it's that she's just getting used to being on her own and, and that sort of I think there's not enough of that on TV of, of you know, a relationship sort of takes over the whole character. Mm-hmm. Where Casey's sort of pushing it back against that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that was how I met your mother for a long time was the right relationship at the wrong time. And then they ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> and they ruined it. But it was good for a while. All <laughs> right. Well, what would you give this one, this episode one to 10? Um, I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah, I mean, it had a lot going on. It really yeah. did, but it still somehow felt a little filler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a that's a good a seven point five for the tea party scene alone. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Okay, so then we have episode 14, and it is No Regrets. And Georgie's school project on Val Stanton inspires her to take a risk with Adam. And yeah, so this one you have, uh, you know, Ty's returned. Um, you've got more drama going on with 
uh, Caleb and Ty and Amy and everything. Um, what overall did you think about this episode? Um, I liked the episodes. I particularly liked um, the sort of Mitch sort of story of the episodes. And um, I do miss when we have Amy working with horses. So I liked that she had this whole thing with Maverick. Um, I will say I hate this sort of pregnancy thing of like the, you know, mix up of who's who's actually pregnant and the sort of mis- like that is such a trope in TV that like you've seen it a million times, so it didn't you know particularly work for me. Um, right. But yeah, I sort of liked everything else. Yeah, and and I did at least I like I think it was. Um... I mean, I at least like the fact that Amy tells Ty, you cannot treat me like a, you know, fragile creature if I, when, if, and when I do get pregnant, I appreciate that. Cause that's also a huge trope, I guess. That's a, that's kind of grown worthy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good test run for them anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting. I mean, I, do you kind of wonder if they if they had if they were planning on bringing kevin mcgarry back when they filmed his initial episode it feels like yeah it's weird though because i mean i don't know it just there was such a weird date it was such a weird moment the fact that he would the way the way that he tried to kiss her was or the way that he kissed her was weird it was like they were walking and he just like lunged at her (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like mid stride, he just sort of leaned in. Um, yeah, it, was it wasn't like the. Than... It wasn't like that. We're having a moment. We're staring at each other's eyes. We're getting really close, you know. And then yeah. it wasn't like that. It was just kind of like, I'm gonna lunge at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, um, it feels like they did want him back, but I do think that that scene was really badly sort of. I wouldn't say written, but sort of executed. Handled. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So uh, you have um, Ty is back, and there is this jerk on the road who almost hits the the horses, gets them all upset, and uh, we um, so we find out that uh, we find out that that um, who is the I forget who's the jerk in the car. Um, let's see. Yeah, we don't find out who that is. Um, that's just like a random jerk. Yeah, I mean that's right. That's right. Anyway, so but Mitch helps him with the horses, and so that's that's kind of our first um, helping Jack with the horses, and uh, so that's when they first meet. There's this um, uh, gate post that is out. And so then Mitch starts to help Jack um, because Jack has fired Caleb because Caleb is so, so like unreliable. The <laughs> yeah. Like the hundred times Jack's fired Caleb. <laughs> like he's so weird in this episode of how clingy he is with Ty. Yeah, he <laughs> really is. Um, and, uh, and yeah, his advice that supposedly, oh well, don't, don't have a conversation with Amy about being her being pregnant because she may have a flash mob waiting. Right? <laughs> <What>? oh, <yes. laughs> uh, and uh, so then Georgie picks Val 
for her career project. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like there was a miscommunication that Val thought that Georgie was going to be like doing a business of some kind where it seemed like Georgie was expecting just to do like a profile. Yeah. Because Val said, wanted- well, you haven't implemented any of these, these business ideas. And I'm like, was that the assignment? Yeah, I think it. Georgie wanted it to be more personal of like, how did you sort of cope with all of the, the sort of your personal struggles and sort of overcome them to be yeah. successful in this kind of business. But then it sort of turns out that Georgie isn't even interested in that kind of business. I feel like maybe she sort of looked at the success and sort of thought that that's what she wanted and, and sort of, you know, through sort of the conversation with Lisa realised that that's not the type of business that she wants. But yeah, Val is so disappointed. Yeah, because she tells her that she wants the juicy bits about what it's like to run a business. Mm-hmm. But but then she she gets kind of, well, I guess, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And um, we learn about that Val has a Mr. X. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X drove me crazy until I got to know him better. His stubbornness were actually determination and loyalty. And then so Georgie says, well, what happened? Nothing happened. I waited too long. The strikes moved on with someone else. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Of course, Jack is obviously Mr. X, which is really cute. (laughs) Yeah. So then we have Amy working with Maverick and that is Mitch's horse um basically maverick has abandonment issues because because he left and i tell you before i started covering heartland i would have thought this was an absolutely ridiculous plot line i i don't know like i just but the way they sell it it's yeah i mean i just didn't know anything about horses so what what do i know but uh but it was really cute (laughs) yeah like the most emotional part of these three episodes is that horse chasing the car yeah it really I was, was. When I was watching that. that's the magic of the show yeah and he's gonna be heading up to fort mac and like it felt like as soon as he said that the horse was like oh oh, <laughs> like, oh no again. <laughs> and uh so uh, it, it, there is a point where Maverick bucks Amy off of the horse and so mm-hmm. Ty is like very upset about this rushes her away and she's like what is the problem and yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then you have she finally tells Ty that she's not pregnant and then Ty says to Caleb you might want to talk to Cass about that pregnancy test. And then you see Caleb running away. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) And then um, let's see here. Okay. So then we have a scene with Georgie and Adam and Adam thinks there's like a moment they're cozy studying and he tries to kiss her and she turns away. Uh, so it's awkward. <laughs> yeah, just the way that it was filmed as well was so awkward. I thought, oh my God. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Lisa Yeah, for her first kiss, I can understand being very nervous and very hesitant. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. And so she's debating about what to do. And uh, she talks to Val and Val says, uh, don't live your life with regrets. And so uh, the um, uh, then she also talks with Amy and Amy says, tells about her first kiss in the fourth grade and that her hair got stuck in the braces. <laughs> so I thought that Phoebe would have such like weird first kiss stories. It's like, yeah. There's always braces involved. There's always like teeth clashing. There's always like weird things. And I didn't know that many people that had elementary school first kisses. I don't feel like that's that common in real life. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so then you have Georgie talking to Val and saying, I want my horse business to be more like Heartland. Oh, so the look on Val's face. <laughs> yeah. I did like when you have Jack watching Adam, Adam and Georgie studying. Because so <laughs> I, I, I certainly would never have been allowed to study with a boy in my room. Yeah. My parents would not have allowed that. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, I guess maybe if my sister was also in the room because we shared a room when we were younger, uh, maybe they would have allowed that, but that would be <laughs> It certainly when I was Georgie's age, no way. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's kind of watching over them, which was funny. And uh, and then uh, Mitch starts to work with Maverick. And yeah, when when Maverick races after Mitch, I wrote down big swelling mu- music. Yes. Maverick loves Mitch. <laughs> yes, it was so cute. It was really yeah, good. So then we get the kind of, we get a kiss between Amy and Ty. And she says, yeah, when I'm pregnant, you can't bubble wrap me. So yeah, it was good. Considering what a job is like, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. And you have to live your life. Like you can't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I say that and my, my mom for all of her pregnancies, uh, she had to go on full bed rest. So yeah, that was yeah, brutal. Same with, yeah. Same with my mom. She's diabetes. So she was like mm. full bed rest in the hospital the entire time. Oof, it's rough. Uh, yeah. so, I mean, there's certain, but for somebody like Amy, it's she's she should be able to mm-hmm. live a pretty normal life uh, yeah so all right well what would you give this one one to ten um i would give it an eight yeah i agree i think just for at least for maverick i mean what they yeah. do with these horses on this show it is unbelievable yeah so, yeah, so good it's so good all right well let's talk about <laughs> episode 15 and this is making a move and it is Lou's return from New York does not go smoothly when she must deal with two new additions to her world 
Firstly, the food truck parked across the street from Maggie's. And secondly, the hot new Heartland ranch hand no one told her about. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, Kevin McGarry is so handsome. He's just so good looking. It's it's crazy. He has the bluest eyes I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole face structure is perfect. Yeah. Like I remember... I see. I, I didn't see like his early ones. I saw the um, God, but was it the the Winterfest movie where he's like plays like a fantasy author? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like Winter Love Story, the most boring yeah. title. Yeah, that was so boring. Um, but such a good film, and he's yeah. so good in it. Like mm-hmm. that was the thing that I saw him in, and I was like, oh my, like perfect for Hallmark. You know, he sort of gets what he's in. You know, yeah. a lot of these actors don't understand what they're in, <laughs> but he gets it. Um, and yeah, he's perfect for this show. I was so excited to get to like the Kevin episodes. Yeah, I mean, because I've been waiting because I knew yeah, like, he was too. on the show. And then <laughs> yeah. his intro was so weird that I was like, wait a minute here. And... <laughs> yeah. It says when he's still in the show, like, we better see some character development. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least we now know that that maverick loves mitch yeah <laughs> he's got something that's a much better start yeah much better start um yeah. and he seems like a way better ranch hand than than caleb <laughs> yeah. sometimes shows do this where they have like <clears throat> they introduce a character and then the next episode they're like completely different and i guess mm-hmm. it's just the writers sort of i mean the worst one is prob- yeah the worst one is probably gossip barrel like the um what's his name uh chuck in the first episode is like awful like completely awful he's not as you know the best character going forward but the sort of difference in how awful he is in the pilot to like the second episode of the show it's like so different and you could obviously tell that the writers have said yeah we went too far there (laughs) we pulled back a little bit um but yeah sometimes that happens in shows yeah, definitely. Uh, the um, I think of um, uh, Dawson's Creek, Pacey. Mm-hmm. He changed a lot. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I was actually googling that show today, like just looking at art and looking at scenes. I drew a rewatch of that show. Absolutely. Well, so this episode, uh, we have uh, him getting used to working uh, at the uh, the ranch, and I let Amy saying, "Just wait till you meet my sister, the Queen of Lists," and <laughs> he knows her as the spe- spreadsheet queen. Yeah. <laughs> and we also, so Jade wants her own place, which Jade is nineteen. Yeah, I would say yeah, nineteen. Nineteen. Which, I mean, I was totally that person. I was the one who wanted my own place, uh, my own, uh, I mean, I w- had roommates and stuff, but uh, I was just ready because when I, uh, when I started college, my mom was pregnant. And so everything at home was very baby, 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 baby. And that was the last thing that, you know, 18 year old Rachel wanted to deal with. <laughs> Um, so I couldn't wait. Uh, my dad actually, for my birthday, when I turned 18, my dad wrote me a declaration of independence. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. 
because I was so ready. And uh, we have the bandit burger. I mean, from what I've seen of Maggie's food, I don't blame the townspeople for yeah. the bandit burger. Yeah, it's so funny because I was thinking like if the roles were reversed and it was Lou with the the the, uh, the burger van, can you imagine how insufferable she would be? Oh my gosh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, the, they would be single-minded, the... like all that exists is Maggie's and, you know, she didn't really change much when she took over Maggie's. At least that we've heard about. I mean, no. Tim tried to change stuff. Remember, he added oh the TVs God, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, not which made well. <laughs> <laughs> made total sense, really. I mean, yeah. uh, cash machine in it, like God forbid. Yeah, <laughs> and she, oh yeah, an ATM thing too. Uh, and uh, there's a. Uh, there's let's see here um so adam's not texting her back and there's a photo of adam and olivia and that makes georgie upset and uh olivia makes the extreme team uh and her mom is visiting heartland because uh, she wants her to work on Budget Buster um, to help Olivia, um, but she uses Budget Buster to manipulate and try to convince Amy to work with helping Olivia, which makes Georgie upset. Yeah, like and... she outright, outright sort of blackmails Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to sort of. Amy and, and Georgie had that conversation really quickly because Georgie was so like you know unreasonable and, and sort of awful um yeah Amy was in such a like impossible situation yeah and I I just Olivia is just so difficult yeah that it I was... don't understand what they're doing with this character I yeah because she's so rude and she's so mean and yet then they try to make us feel sorry for her because yeah. that oh well she didn't really earn her spot on the extreme team and it's like well that doesn't make us feel sorry for her. that just makes us feel more yeah it feels like they're trying to do the sort of um the poor rich kid thing mm -hmm. um and they did that with ashley to much more sort of success oh yeah um but yeah, this just isn't working because it's like one minute they want us to feel sorry for her and then she does something kind of really, really mean. Um, and then the sort of when she makes another appearance in the following episode, it's the sort of same sort of pattern over and over again. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Like, what do you want us to feel with this character? She's just, she's just beyond caddy you know which was what you would say with ashley because she's yeah. just really mean i mean yeah really mean mm -hmm. uh, so then you have lou coming back and she finds mitch's trailer at the dude ranch mm -hmm. and that was a funny you know that she's like you <laughs> the spreadsheet queen that was funny i like yeah. that yeah. yeah, I really don't understand why nobody can live in one of the two branches. Like, why yeah, are people I mean, like, why is this poor guy living in a trailer when 
all of these the branches are empty. Well, and also the, I mean, I can see why you'd want to have a, you know, I don't think the dude ranch places have like kitchens and stuff like that. So I can see why you'd want to have your own space, but, um, but it's not like this is in a city where there's no land. Like there's tons of land. Like surely they can find some place for him to have his tiny little trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Or they can like arrange that, you know, some of his pay goes towards like having meals at the house of like. Yeah. I mean, there's acres of land. Yeah. <laughs> this tiny yeah. little trailer. Cause it's not like it needs to be uh, like Caleb's trailer where he has uh, covering and, and, you know, deck and, you know, kind of, yeah. it's more of a location as opposed to something yeah. that's moving around. Speaking of Caleb's trailer. So Jade is now the most recent uh, homeowner of the <laughs> of the trailer. That thing has gotten by so much show, use. Yeah, yeah. by this show's end, everyone will have lived in that trailer. <laughs> so it just completely falls apart. Yeah, yeah it really has. Um, but that seems like a perfect spot for Jade. So she's having a party and Georgie wants to go to the party, but... Lou is hesitant about it and the the uh I don't know it's interesting because after Georgie ran away I can understand why she would be both more Mm -hmm. lenient and more strict both sides like on one hand give her a chance to prove herself on the other hand she has shown herself to not be trustworthy so what are you going to do? I mean, it is Jade, but it's Jade is older. So the people at the party yeah. are going to be older. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can see where Lou's coming from here. Yeah, I think that's like the main issue for me of like, there is an age difference there and it's a small age difference, but it's like when you're that age, you know, when it's, you're talking about 15 year old, 15 year old kids versus, you know, 18 year olds, you know, big that's difference. a difference. Yeah, that's a big difference. But yeah, it's, you know, sometimes Georgie, <laughs> really sort of pushes for things that you're like oh kids you're so so like you know single-minded you sort of forget what happened literally two weeks ago yeah and I I understand because I like I said I really wanted my freedom so much during that age you you feel like you feel like you have the knowledge and maturity to do all these things that you want to do mm-hmm. and you probably do you know most 15 year olds would probably be fine if mm-hmm. given that thing but there's still so much to learn and grow and um you know she does agree to allow her to go but she has to be back by 10 30 which i thought was a pretty good compromise yeah that's very reasonable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it wouldn't be an issue if there wasn't the sort of running away to to vancouver <laughs> so tim tells both amy and lou about the job offer in texas Mm -hmm. he's considering going um and that's obviously hard news for them to hear and and then he also talks to jade and he's trying to get jade to kind of move things up but jade's like no i need to calm things down a little bit in order to pay my rent and everything 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of frustrating, but you're right. It, it was a pretty tender episode for, for Tim. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for him and Jade, it's, they don't communicate very well, um, which is understandable. They haven't known each other for very long and they're, they're both fairly combative, 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 sorry. Um, so yeah, they, they sort of have a, you know, a work in progress type relationship, but I was a bit confused about what he, what exactly he expects from from her, and what she expects from him. Mm-hmm. Um, they've not really established, you know, what the what the goal is for, yeah. for Jade. Um, you know, are they wanting to sort of put in competitions or go on some sort of tour or you know what's the plan? Um, you can't expect Jade to sort of her life on hold and, and sort of you know she's ready to move out but you know she has to pay bills much like Tim has to pay bills I yeah. thought he was being a little bit unfair yeah <clears throat> and and it's hard because I think you have so many different competing demands on your time and on mm-hmm. your you know your effort and it's it's a risk uh, getting more and more involved in something like rodeo um but <clears throat> uh you know he, he he's trying to get her to take more of that risk and uh so we'll see where it goes with that um but he can definitely be helpful to her there and it's one thing if if this job in texas if it was something really new but or something, something really important that could only be done in Texas, but he can, he has a rodeo school. Yeah. It was so there's no reason. Confused. Yeah. I was confused as to why there was so much traction and like him being a rodeo teacher when he's literally had one success being Jade right. and she hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> so I'm like, what exactly, what exactly are the results that they, that a college and a school in, in Texas are seeing? Right. That's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, so Georgie sees Adam kissing Olivia at the party. So that was pretty, again, Olivia's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she apologizes later on about Adam. Yeah. And she's but, not sorry. <laughs> which doesn't really make sense because it's not like, it's not like, Adam and Georgie were at, are actually exclusive or dating. So she technically didn't actually do anything wrong. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, if, if, if you're going to say somebody did something wrong, it would be more Adam. Yeah. But. It feels uh, like, you know, Olivia saw something that was Georgie's and wanted to take it. Yeah. Um, that's sort of what it felt like, but yeah, it just feels like they're setting up a love triangle that I'm not here for right yeah and then lou talks to mitch about uh the food truck and uh then a complaint gets lodged about the food truck and the potable water i guess (laughs) yeah and so the food truck is gone they get rid of it uh i don't know why they can't just move to another location or what and I don't think being in front of Maggie's would really be the best place for your food truck because 
you you, you want to be in a place where people aren't are aren't already eating you know yeah. people are you want to be in a place like in front of a brewery is a great place because people are just drinking so mm-hmm. people can or yeah. you know something like that or a grocery store or people are gonna be hungry uh that's the kind of place that you want to have your food truck you don't want to have it in front of another restaurant yeah it's sort of weird and it feels like any sort of food truck um we maybe have one um but you do have ones that sort of pop up they they never stick around for very long um they are sort of fad they are very you know some of them expensive and sort of novelty that sort Mm. of wears off right people don't stick with those types of places um but yeah it just feels like Lou was losing her mind over over you know people coming in sitting with outside food god forbid well yeah and if if she is threatened by this competition she should make her own line of you know burgers for maggie's what's stopping her i feel like that's something the old would do right yeah that's true uh but Anyway, so she helps Mitch get the land for his trailer over by where Jade is, uh, Caleb's trailer, and they have a little bit of long handholding, which is definitely a favorite uh, kind of trope of mine. I love it when yeah. it's like, uh, ooh, our hands like, just touched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a facial lingering hand. Yeah, lingering hand. <laughs> <laughs> but we find out that Tim turns down the offer and he says no job is worth missing out on family. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh this one, what do you say? One to ten. Yeah, I would give it an eight. Um I did I did like the sort of build up of the the uh Lou match thing. It feels like it's a slow burn and I'm definitely gonna mm-hmm. get invested in. Which would be really nice because with Peter. Mm-hmm. we didn't get very much build up no at all and so it was just like they were in a relationship all of a sudden and <clears throat> and so if we can get a slow build that'll be fun and uh, yeah yeah we'll see so there we go we did it we reviewed these three episodes we're almost done season nine next week will be our final episode of season nine so uh, let us know what you think if you're listening what you think of these three episodes would love to hear your thoughts and i guess do we say what what we'd give one to ten on this one i think we forgot yeah and eight yeah me too so all right uh, <clears throat> uh well let us know what you think of these episodes we would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on twitter and michelle how can people find you um on twitter at michelle arvin Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us so much. And if you are listening on, on, uh, and if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And please check out the Patreon and the merch store. We have Heartland Inspired merch on there, so check it out. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.